Next on the 5 o'clock report. Please do not drive in the city of Buffalo. Everything comes with a price. Christ who knows how they feel. The Camaro. It's a great vehicle for the summer. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. The blizzard of the century. The number of deaths in the Buffalo area have now equaled the death toll from the deadly storm of 1977. At least 29 people in Erie County, New York, have died because of the winter storm. County Executive Mark Poloncart says the driving ban continues in Buffalo. There are some roads that are passable with two lanes. There are others that are only one lane and others that are, as we know, are completely impassable. Downtown is actually okay. Immediately out of downtown, it's bad. Part of Exchange Street, I felt like I was driving three feet above ground because of the snow that had been packed and it was down to one lane. Outside of the Buffalo city limits, most of the driving bans that have been in effect since the weekend have ended. But officials are still urging that drivers check ahead, make sure your gas is full, and you take caution on all the roads. The Buffalo airport will remain closed at least an extra day. They hope for a Wednesday reopening there. China has been sending aircraft over Taiwan. It's a provocative action amid the tensions between China, Taiwan, which it claims is its own territory, and the West. Now to the war in Eastern Europe, explosions at a Russian military base deep inside Russia. It's the second time this month the base was targeted. State TV reacted to the attack with a warning. She says Russia will seek revenge by launching more strikes against Ukrainian infrastructure. CBS reporter Ian Lee says the drone strike did kill some Russians at that military base. How long will that war continue? Ukraine's foreign minister says peace talks could possibly start in February. Every war ends as a result of the actions taken at the battlefield and at the negotiating table. A sticking point, though, that Ukrainian official says any deal would have to include Russia facing a war crimes tribunal, something unlikely to bring Russian negotiators to the table. For their part, Russia has already said there will be no peace talks anytime soon. Southern towns and cities in the U.S. already being overrun by people coming across the border are waiting to see whether the United States Supreme Court will allow Title 42 to end tonight. When and if it does, the number of immigrants entering the U.S. could jump beyond 14,000 a day. Title 42 has allowed border guards to send about one out of every seven migrants back to Mexico. Still to come on this Tuesday, roads are reopening, shelters are crowded, and the message of Christmas continues. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. It'll still be chilly tonight. Any leftover lake snows fading east and northeast of Lake Syria and Ontario. It'll be mostly cloudy, except partly cloudy south of IED in Pennsylvania, and there'll be some flurries around. Temperatures dip into the teens and 20s and rise overnight. On our way to some milder conditions tomorrow and Thursday. Tomorrow, clouds and some sun, the high near 40. We're in the 40s with partly to mostly sunny skies on Thursday. Now more of what's happening where you live in Pennsylvania and New York. Most driving bans in the Empire State have been lifted, although authorities are still urging caution. The exception is within the city of Buffalo. Please, please, please do not drive in the city of Buffalo unless you are emergency personnel. 
The Erie County, New York County Executive is Mark Palancarts. The report that came from my Department of Public Works was the vehicle that was stuck on Ridge Road was a Camaro. That's a great vehicle for the summer. It is not the vehicle to be driving in slippery, bad conditions in winter. Nevertheless, the greatest blizzard we've ever seen. Amid the dangerous cold, where do you go when you don't have anywhere to go? Shelters across our region have been full. We have two rooms here that basically hold about 30 people a room. We had 190 people in here on uh, Christmas Day. The crowds continue at the upper room of Erie. Jet 24 talked with Christopher Taylor. We just don't have the capacity anymore to handle the homeless situation. We're trying. The day shelter in Erie offers breakfast on weekdays. It opened back in 1995. The new year means new laws in New York. Notable among these new laws is an increase in the minimum wage. It goes up a dollar an hour in 2023. Also next year, college athletes can get paid to do endorsements in New York. New York's paid family leave law will be expanding and airports will be required to offer nursing stations for new mothers. The Electric Vehicle Rights Act will allow homeowners to install EV charging stations on their property and also effective January first registered voters who cast ballots at the wrong polling precinct can still have that vote counted so long as they are in the correct county just a few of the new laws in new york next year bob price family life news it's not a new law but an old law in pennsylvania which will push the state's gas tax higher it's already so high, you know, prices of everything going up. That's one of the most important things. Everything comes with a price, so you just got to work harder. WGAL's Tom Lehman says the price hike next week is part of a transportation law dating back to 2013. Most of the tax proceeds are used to fund infrastructure projects around the state. A portion goes to state police. The tax rate for gas will increase from just under 58 cents per gallon to more than 61 cents per gallon. Some state lawmakers are aiming to halt the automatic tax increases. Next at five, Christmas for Christians beyond cultural Christmas expectations. Our Tuesday feature interview was with Pastor Joshua Robertson of the Rock Church in Pennsylvania. I asked him to offer a word of hope and perspective for people whose Christmas is much different than what the culture expects and has as the suspected routine. You're speaking to some folks who their Christmas celebration was different or hard or absent because of loneliness, because of a death in the family, other hardships. As we move past all the glitz and the glamour, are there ways that folks who did not live into the cultural Christmas can really celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ in the coming weeks? Sure. The coming of Jesus Christ is confirmation um i love the way the the book of hebrews says that that we do not have a high priest who has not been touched with with our infirmities in other words he knows what it means to suffer a loss he knows what it means for a loved one to go astray he know like he can identify with how we feel um not only from god who sits high and looks slow but he became man like us um, so he would know what it's like to have a common cold. Um, he would know what it's like to be disliked by friends. You know, the, the, the book of Isaiah, the, you know, the eagle eye prophet, the prophet that looked into 
the future and saw the coming Christ said he would be, you know, despised and rejected, a man of great sorrows, a man acquainted with grief. Um, so I, you know, you, you just put your spirit filled imagination, you know, it doesn't feel good to be despised and rejected. You know, the, the people who said crucify him were also the people who were commending his parents for him being a studious young, you know, young boy in the temple when he was 12 years old inquiring of the things of God. Um, so he knows what it's like to live this human journey. He knows what it's like to ride the roller coaster of emotions that go on um, as a human. And he had to go through this prayer cycle where he kept going back to God to pray because what God was requiring was an offering of suffering. So for the person who's suffering at this time of year and the person who's going through at this time of year, they can be comforted by a Christ who knows how they feel. He sees, he knows, he cares, and he has the power to make the difference. Um, and he's shown that in the person and work of Jesus Christ. So I would tell a person who's going through at this time, be comforted in knowing the Bible promises that he will be with us always. Pastor Joshua Robertson of the Rock Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, his Family Life interview also discussed how Christians can move beyond December 25th, but maintain the hope and joy of Christ's birth far beyond the Christmas holiday. You can find that conversation on the Family Life website. Go to our podcast page. Now, your Tuesday market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Stocks were mixed to kick off the final week of trading for 2022. China-based companies getting a boost on reports that their zero-COVID policy will be easing. Tesla continuing its slump on news of production pauses, losing 11% on the day. Chip stocks had a rough session, and Apple's stock hitting an 18-month low. Oil staying relatively flat, about $80 a barrel. The Dow gaining 37 points today, while the S&P 500 lost 15, and the Nasdaq was down 144. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at AmbassadorAdvisors.com. A child wants to find faith as believing what you know isn't true. Hi, I'm Rob West with this Money Wise Minute. The Bible defines faith differently. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you're getting up in years, you have no savings and you're in debt, I won't sugarcoat it. There's no simple way to reverse that overnight. Anybody who says they can sell you a way to get rich quick wants you to believe what you know isn't true. That's not faith. But I've seen the evidence of God blessing people who are willing to reverse course. Some had to sell a car, get a roommate, or work two jobs for a while, but God delivered them from hopeless debt. I've seen it, and I have faith that God can help you too. Connect with a certified kingdom advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, moneywise.org. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. A flip in the jet stream will allow a milder pattern to take hold, and this coming New Year's weekend will bear little resemblance to this past Christmas weekend. In the meantime, it'll still be chilly tonight. Any leftover lake snows fading east and northeast of Lake Syria and Ontario. Mostly cloudy, except partly cloudy south of I-80 in Pennsylvania, and there'll be some flurries around. 
Temperatures dip into the teens and 20s and rise overnight. On our way to some milder conditions tomorrow and Thursday. Tomorrow, clouds and some sun behind near 40. We're in the 40s with partly to mostly sunny skies on Thursday. Thank you, Kevin. This week, people will look back at the year just past. The state of the economy in the United States and around the world was one of the most significant news stories of the year. Wendy Wild rewinds the year that was money in 2022. The year started with a record high on Wall Street in January and the worst day in two years in September. What goes up? Home prices hit record highs in 2022. And that has implications for the ability of people to be able to afford a home. Something else went up in 2022. Gas prices hit their highest ever. I just put in 25 and a half gallons and it was $107. Grocery prices went up and shoppers cut back. Half gallon of milk instead of full gallon of milk. The price is ridiculous. And egg prices were hit with a double whammy, inflation and bird flu. Roughly about 52% higher than where we were just going back to February. Overall inflation in the U.S. hit the highest level in 40 years. The Fed started raising rates, hoping to pull back inflation, and then the R word. Probabilities of recession are rising every month. But not yet. Maybe next year. Wendy Wild reporting. And finally at five, if you've been surrounded by family these past few days, bigger crowds than usual in the house and needed a break from catching up with updates on cousins and grandchildren, you aren't alone, even if you wanted to be. A poll by one poll found more than half of American adults closed the bathroom door to find some peace and quiet. Fully 51% of us. And it's not just at the holidays. Parents with kids living at home are three times more likely to take a bathroom break for the sole purpose of a moment or two of me time. And that's the world we live in this 27th day of December 2022. Thanks for coming along. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.